Hello, I'm Brian Martins, and you are listening to The Spoken Symbol. The Spoken Symbol is a poetry podcast that brings awareness, transformation, and deep intuition into your life. Once upon a time, there was a story about the universe, and it began with words spoken. There was nothing else except spoken words. These words became symbols, and these symbols were crafted to have meaning. People continued to craft words that had meaning, and they built their world upon these meanings. Poetry is a time-honored symbol for us as humans. We choose to inform our inner and outer lives with meaning through the use of poetry. Please join me in the listening of poetry. Open all your senses to the meaning that poets give to our world. Relax. Take a deep breath. Allow yourself to be transported by the metaphorical language of poetry. Magic happens once upon a time. This is the 17th podcast in this series, and it's called Grief and Loss is Nothing New. Hi again, Uh, this is Brian Martins, and this article and podcast is about grief and loss. And it came up because uh, I went for a walk with a, a new friend recently, and she she spoke about losing her partner of 10 years and uh, less than 10, less than two years ago. And she talked about not knowing what to do and how to process the grief and the sadness. And also she had spontaneous times of weeping and wasn't sure whether you know, to start dating again or, or waiting for that magic moment when she would, she would know what to do. She's obviously in a transition. And what does this look like for a person who has not experienced the death of a partner? She had been divorced once to be with this man, and this was a new experience, one that she wasn't sure how to navigate. I've never experienced the death of an intimate partner, though I have experienced a divorce, and I've often wondered what the difference is in those two situations, those two experiences. I think we experience loss our whole life, which prepares us for the loss of parents and, and other, love, of, you know, other loved ones. Of course, we experience loss as a child in, in multiple ways. At birth, we are born and pulled or taken out of the womb. You know, we have a loss of our nurtured and secure home. This may be the first loss of a loved one, the womb. Then we experience loss when a toy is taken away from us, or our other favorite things. And we survive these losses one by one. Other losses can be the loss of a parent in childhood, or the breakup of our first love in school. These can be traumatic events for us at first, and, and usually we manage with the help of family and friends to grow and find that, that there will be more girlfriends, there will be more boyfriends, and other family members can care for us. So loss and death is not new for us. We also witness it as friends and family members go through similar situations and events. We soak in the learnings and experiences as we grow older. We read and hear stories. We talk about life experiences. And we learn how to bounce back and recover from these losses. Each death or loss can be more complex, though, in the dynamic of our relationships. We are able, with time and counseling, to grow through these experiences and become more resilient as we age. 
Think of firemen or even police officers that have seen some of the most horrific situations and events and how they can perform complex behaviors to take care and help in those situations and yet maintain their abilities. This is not to say that they are not affected by what they witness, but most of them have found a way to accomplish their duties and later find personal time to grieve, adjust, and find compassion for themselves and others. They have figured out how to deal with you know, with their situation. When we are confronted with a new experience that can be uncomfortable, devastating, and out of our comfort zone, we're being asked to find courage within to help us through this time. Life has a lesson for us and is asking us to go deeper to a deeper place of meaning and compassion. We will develop a deeper awareness by going into this grieving period looking for answers and a deeper intuition that we, we have not tapped into before. We've not been there before. We have built our capacity for loss in difficult situ situations step by step as a child. This is what, it, this is what helps us to, to reach new levels of awareness as we move forward. The Great Spirit has placed us in those situations to grow and to develop compassion for ourselves and others that are also grieving. Many indigenous cultures state in the morning that today there are two plans for the day, my plan and the mystery's plan. We must allow both to happen. We must be open to the new learning that can come from the mystery's plan for us each and every day. This decision and this opening keeps us available for learning, growth, and accepting the vast unknown that is around us and that we, that we can learn from. Being attached to our plan they put us in an accident, whereas if we are open to something new or unexpected, the timing, the change in timing may allow us to avoid that accident. Even a few minutes can be, be helpful in that. The mysteries plan may also have us involved in a loss. This may be part of the mystery plan. The mystery may be asking us to experience a deeper sense of who we are, and this can unlock this new part of ourself that we have been waiting for. This deep dive within ourselves can bring new opportunities and possibilities to catapult us into the new life, the new creativity, or the new love. I think love is the greatest healing force in the universe, and I believe most of our deep experiences are bringing us to the door of more love for self and others. Are we willing to knock on the door to be recognized as ready? Are we willing to step through when the door is opened and... Just as important, are we ready to do the work that is being asked of us? Because we have experienced some type of loss our whole lives, we have the capacity to go through this. We have the capacity to go through this experience no matter how trying it may seem. The Great Spirit, I believe, does not put us into situations that we are not ready for. Know and feel inside that you are ready, and then step through the door to awareness enlightenment, and transformation. Of course, more will be revealed as you move forward. Trust is the key. Trust is the key. Listen to your body also. If your body and awareness are telling you, I don't know what to do right now, then believe it. Now is not, now is not the time to take action. Listen to when it is time to take the tiny steps forward or the giant leap of faith.
Let the mind plan and want to move forward. It will want to be critical of you and your way of dealing with the crisis. It will want to go past and future. Let it go, but place boundaries on how far it goes and how long it wants to jabber on and on. A few minutes will probably be enough. Know that the present moment is all there really is. Spiritual leaders remind us to stay in the present. When we drift off in our thoughts to a past problem or dream about future possibilities, we are not all there. We are not all here in our body, in our presence. Being powerful in the present and in our presence with our four intelligences, mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical means, we bring them forward and show up for ourselves. When you are ready, bring your powerful presence to your situation to really show up. Remember, action absorbs anxiety. The three A's. Action absorbs anxiety. The infinite now is where we make decisions. Also, be aware of your heart, how soft and vulnerable it is right now. Let it speak for your actions also. Be attentive to your heart and how it wants to grieve, and, and yet, how love can pour out spontaneously in the moment with joy, love, and bliss. Notice how you are expanding and growing by being involved and aware of this experience you are going through. Look at yourself from outside yourself. Who are you being in these moments? How are you expanding and deepening at the same time because of this process? Feel how new resources are opening up for you and how you are learning more about yourself as a result of looking at yourself from other perspectives. When you experience a loss, you are being asked to give gratitude for this person or this chapter in your life and to ask yourself, how has this affected you and what does this loss bring up for you to work on? More compassion? More love? More self-love? Can you bring the life skills you learned by being with this person to another relationship or to your friends and family? Can you help others, including your friends and family, with their losses to, to know that if you can survive this grieving, then you can help others grow beyond their losses? Rather than try to forget the person you lost, can you bring them closer to ask for their help in making it through this time of grief and sadness, either in person or in your own thoughts and, and prayers, your own thoughts about them? Can you allow your relationship with them to become a new dimension that can heal as well as strengthen your faith and trust? Connect to your heart. Connect your heart to your well of deep nourishment that has always been there and will always be there when you ask for guidance. Know that you are more vast than you know. Drink deeply from your own well of resources that are within you. And pay attention to when the heart wants to venture out and expand again into your daily world. Maybe you can pay attention to the signs of re-engagement and people or events that prompt your interest, which lets you know that a new world is waiting for you needs you, and wants you to play again in the mystery. Here's a poem I wrote called Oh Love. It's a short poem. It's about, it's about the mystery. It's about love and the mystery. 
O oh love, what veiled mystery do you have for me? Sitting here waiting for you, learned from the others, not to be this or that, but a longing for one who will be just right, just now, who I can recognize to be forever, held now. I call for that love, and the echo of my own surprise called me home, for my own voice wanted me, a stranger. I'd like to pause and then, and then read it again. O oh love, what veiled mystery do you have for me, sitting here waiting for you, learned from the others not to be this or that, but a longing for one who will be just right, just now, who I can, re who I can recognize to be forever, held now. I called for that love, and the echo of my own surprise called me home, for my own voice wanted me, a stranger. The article I wrote today also reminds me of a poem I wrote about another friend who was confronted by the inner turmoil she was struggling with. After a few weeks of indecision and, and not finding a clear path, I think she slowly began to see her own strength and path of action, thinking of her own past experiences and tapping into her own resources. She was able to see her way through this sad and difficult time by going to her own deep well of trust and self-love. Here is that poem called Journey to the Well. Journey to the Well. Well, a source to be drawn from, to rise to the surface, ready to flow, to rise or surge from an inner source, to pour forth. The well of our being is our well-being, the hidden source, underground, below our feet of groundedness. Far from our eyes, hidden, yet knowing that the water of being is there, is below us, out of our reach, but known. Our water had to break to be born, water pouring out of the mother, Pachamama, water pouring over the bed to the ground, into the ground, to the well, our well the continuous well, the river of life. Growing up away from ground, eyesight to the heavens, though feet stuck on the ground of earth, the well below us, underneath our vision, below the desert of thought, parched thoughts of regret, seeing only the desert, the mirage of Las Vegas, glimmering gold in our eyes, thoughts escaping above ground, losing the gravity of our being, our gold below the parched thoughts and regrets, the well full of longing and desire, finding cracks in the parched thoughts, rising to solid ground. Longing and desire opening a vein of pure self, true self, bubbling onto the feet, a crack in our countenance. Now, and finally now, hearing and feeling soft sounds of the well of water seeping and surrounding. Seeping and surrounding in the clear air of belonging, the mirage forgotten, finding the well of gold, the bubbling burst of a beautiful beginning, now standing in an alluvial pool of possibilities, unformed but followed, this current flooding the eyes, regrets floating away, dreams from the well, refreshing the well of being, refreshing the source, 
now this current of life carrying carrying desires and longings to another shore of possibilities re-engagement of purpose all this preparing waiting preparing and waiting waiting for this water to arrive all this waiting for water all this waiting for water opening again to our watery beginning being broke open into a birth a beginning a new life of well-being recognizing the river of revival again journey to the well well a source to be drawn from to rise to the surface ready to flow to rise or surge from an inner source to pour forth the will of our being is our well-being, the hidden source, underground, below our feet of groundedness, far from our eyes, hidden, yet knowing that the water of being is there, is below us, out of our reach, but known. Our water had to be born. Our water had to break to be born. Water pouring out of the mother, Pachamama. Water pouring over the bed, to the ground, into the ground, to the well, our well the continuous well, the river of life. Growing up away from ground, our eyesight to the heavens, those feet stuck on the ground of earth, the well below us, underneath our vision, below the desert of thought, parched thoughts of regret, seeing only the desert, the mirage of Las Vegas, glimmering gold in our eyes, thoughts escaping above ground, losing the gravity of our being. Our goal below the parched thoughts and regrets, the well full of longing and desire, finding cracks in the parched thoughts, rising to solid ground, longing and desire opening to a vein of pure self, true self, bubbling onto the feet, a crack in our countenance, now and finally now, hearing and feeling soft sounds of the well of water seeping and surrounding in the clear air of belonging. The mirage forgotten, finding the well of gold, the bubbling burst of a beautiful beginning, now standing in an alluvial pool of possibilities, unformed but followed, this current flooding the eyes, regrets floating away, dreams from the well, refreshing the well of being, refreshing the source, now this current of life, carrying desires and longings to another shore of possibilities. Reengagement of purpose, all this preparing, all this preparing, waiting, preparing and waiting, waiting for this water to arrive, all this waiting for water, all this waiting for water, opening again to our watery beginning, being broke open into a birth of beginning, a new life of well-being, recognizing the river of revival. Thank you always for your support and following this podcast and, and listening to, uh, to the podcast and following my articles on medium.com. Uh, my forthcoming book titled Three Raven Gate is now in the hands of the publisher. So I'm excited about that. Um, we'll be working uh, closely with them as far as the formatting and the cover and all the, uh, the details, but it's, it's pretty much in their hands now, so I'm grateful. 
and I'm grateful for all the blessings and opportunities that have allowed me to bring this first book to fruition. So stay tuned for more news as it approaches publication. Thanks, create, and be well.